Strong Women Talk is a Why Empower podcast proudly produced by our block community studio. WSWT was born when two friends decided that enough was enough. Like the world at large, we found ourselves going through a major shift in what we wanted to say and what we've been given the space to say historically. I'm Ness and I'm the CEO and founder of Why Empower Australia, a youth mentoring advocacy service geared towards connecting young people with knowledge, opportunities and each other. I'm Tallulah. I am a social science student by day and a hard-working hospital worker by night. I love cake, activism and the colour yellow. When strong women talk, anything is possible and the shroud that currently surrounds us is lifted. We talk all things sex, politics, gender, spirituality and leading from friendship and compassion. We're so glad that you could join us. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast was created the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend our respect to anyone listening today. Hi! Thank you so much for joining us for episode one of When Strong Women Talk. This is crazy to me. We're so excited that you could be here with us today and we're so grateful um, to be finally here um, we conceptualized when strong women talk in 2020 months ago yeah months ago it's and finally happening a lot has happened since so we're really excited to get started and just have this platform and use this platform for good um, because God knows there is a lot of not good in this world yeah so I guess this is kind of us wanting to do our part in that and trying to put some positivity um, and you know, the positivity that I think is born from our friendship as well, which I think is really cute. That's really cute, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have so many good conversations just on the daily, and I'm like, we need to, like, write this stuff down, or we need to record this stuff. Because, so we did. Yeah, yeah. So we, <laughs> For your benefit. Because I think, like, some of the things we say, not that, like, not to toot our own horn or anything, but, like, some of the things we say can really help people, I think. Yeah, because I think I think we're we're in the process of helping ourselves or trying to, um, and I think the human experience sometimes has a tendency to be quite universal in some of the harder aspects of what it can mean and what it is. So yeah, I think we should start off talking a little bit about who we are and like why we're here. Mm -hmm. Do you want to start, T? Well, I don't know. I've I've always like one of my biggest things is talking. I love talking. I love, I do a lot of it. I have a big mouth. Um, And I'm an oral learner. I learn through discussion. Um, I, like our little intro said, I'm a social science student and politics student. And um, I just love talking about how the world works and everything in that. Um, It's, the world is a beautiful and crazy place. Um, And so much bad goes down, but so much good goes down. And I think it, is constantly up for analysis and um yeah I don't know I Ness and I were just talking one night and 
we had this bright idea and why not, you know, YOLO it. If not now, then when? If not you, then who? Exactly. You know? Um, what about you? Um, no, I think it's really important that you did point that out. And I think um, at the moment, young people in particular, like us, are kind of like desperate for that voice and that place to be able to speak. So um, I guess in a way, one of my biggest passions is creating that space for young people to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and also for us to be able to have that space that we weren't given when we were, you know, say 17. So the space to be able to make mistakes Um, the space to be able to learn without consequence Mm. um, and the space to be able to flourish and grow. And that's just, you know, something that I think every young person has a right to. Um, But currently as the world stands, I I don't think that that's how we currently operate. Um, But, you know, hopefully this podcast is one of many drops in the ocean. And that's something that I have a lot of hope for. I really admire you for that. Thank you. I like you probably already know that, but I do. You say it a lot. I appreciate it. It makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah, you're doing a lot of good and you, you have so much on your plate. Like this woman says yes to fucking everything. Uh, that's not true. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I don't know how you do it because I'm I help where I can, but like I don't I can't fathom doing nearly as much as you do. And yeah, and you just keep going and you make time for yourself and you make time for your partner and you make time for me and all your friends and like yeah how (laughs) that's why uh i probably ended up in hospital um because it was the straw that broke the camel's back taking on that emotional baggage from too many people Mm. because i do say yes too much so it's been a learning process for me in general of just accepting people for where they are at and not being frustrated that i can't help them or fix them inverted quote commas Mm -hmm. um because that's not my responsibility everyone's on their own journey and like I just have to be privy to being friends with people without having to do something particular about getting involved in their lives and that's something that I had to learn by going to hospital and being in immense pain for like three days and realizing that I can't actually take on everyone's baggage and I mean the card that represents what I'm currently going through at the moment the most is the two of pentacles tarot card people and I get it all the time it's just like you are juggling and like it's like stop doing it but I just I can't because I feel like there's so much I need to do and I'm running out of time sometimes I feel like Mm. (laughs) a little juggling man is very cute though yeah but also I wanted to tell you about a really nice experience that I had in a meditation um, yesterday as well. It was a meditation to release um, like negativity and like blocks that are currently inhibiting you from accepting um, abundance and things like that in your life. And that there's a lot of that in my life at the moment. Like, and I'm working through that stuff. Mm-hmm. But at one point in the meditation, it asks you to think of a time where um, someone gave you like a really, really beautiful compliment. And I thought about the time that we were in the car and we were having like a DM while I was like twisted backwards so I could see you yesterday yeah and they ask you to visualize that person and visualize that person giving you a gift in your hands and then like holding the gift in your hands the compliment that they gave you and then pushing it into your chest which was really powerful for me and it just yeah filled me with a lot of warmth because like I remember like distinctly looking into your eyes as well as it was happening and I just like yeah I had a big cry it was like a lot packed into that before the meditation happened as well. That's so yeah. 
I just thought that was something I wanted to share with you. Oh, thank you. Y'all, yeah. I might cry. That was so sweet. No, thank don't you. cry. But also, feel free. There's tissues. Like, <laughs> look, there's tissues placed here conveniently, just yeah. in case. I have no shame. People, I might cry on this podcast. That's good. Which it is, happens, it happens, I guess. Which is crazy, because you are a Virgo and you don't like crying. Mm, I love astrology. Astrology and spirituality is going to pop up a lot in this. Just so. letting you know. They're pretty guiding. Yeah. And we talk about it a lot. Um, and if you're ever interested in knowing more or like finding out more, like please get in touch with us because we're always, always, always happy to like give you a crash course. Yeah. Um, and our social media, we'll get onto that in a minute, but you'll be able to find it somehow. Yes. We're at, out there. At when the... strong women talk. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I am a Virgo and Ness is a Pisces. Fish. And yes, <laughs> they're sister signs. <laughs> Um, but very opposite in a lot of ways. Um, like you love water. You love when it rains. I call you small fish for a reason. Um, and I don't. Yes. And you make jokes about like the rain turning me into mud and stuff. <laughs> and how my, like, I'm melting. <laughs> and how my tear ducts are like dry. But <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not against crying. Everyone's seen me cry at some point, especially the last few weeks have been hard. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't like people witnessing that. It's fair. It's fair. I feel like that also, like, comes from a fear of, like, how people are going to react when they see your tears. Yeah. And people I don't... aren't used to tears. Yeah. And I'm incredibly protective. Everyone and their cat knows that if they know me. And, um, and so I think showing tears is showing that like, I, that protection is coming down a little bit. Mm. And so it scares the shit out of me. That's true. But that's just something we all have to work through. Yeah, true. And we can do it together. (gasps) Cute. This podcast is going to be like some therapy as well, I think. Probably. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot about speaking truth to power, especially like saying hard things out loud that you haven't really said before and I think yeah, the potential for growth is really here um, and the potential for listening is really here as well mm. because one I really appreciate this idea of being heard because I'm so used to in my life not being heard Yeah. Um, and two the idea of being able to make a positive impact and like change the world in small ways in local ways, in micro ways in our local communities, um, in our friendship groups, in our families, like that's something that's really important to me because it's just that's where everything begins, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like that psychic guy, the little crystal guy that we've been seeing. Oh, we love Mac. If you're listening, Mac, he uh Mac operates the crystal shop in Roselle. Um he's somewhat like a guide that never asked to be a guide but he's doing the work nonetheless we love Thank you, you so much but he the other day was like turned to me and was like you are here to help people and I was like that is crazy thank you so much like he said to you that you're here to like make big change but I'm here to like help and support people and in a lot of ways this is sort of showing that like you have created why Empower you were the one that was like, let's do this podcast. And I was like, I am so here for the ride. I'm so here to support you. And obviously I'm a part of this, but like, you know, I'm, I never really want to be 
in the spotlight. I always want to just be, like, helping from the wings, you know? Mm. But there will come a time. I feel like everyone should be in the spotlight, to be honest. Like, what is the spotlight, you know? True. It comes from this fallacy that only one person can shine and only one person can thrive. Mm. But the reality is that, like, we cannot shine and we cannot thrive without each other. That's so sweet. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, yeah, I sometimes think it's hard for me to, like, yeah into that. Even it. But sorry to interrupt you. Mm. But also like that comes from the fact that, you know, you've grown up in institutions where they've told you that there are special people and there are people that are not special. True. And you've grown up in organizations that have told you that certain people need to prioritize over other people. Mm. And none of this takes into the fact that humanity in and of itself should be communally led. They should be communities where you're in there you're dancing you're singing you're thriving you're making medicine from the earth like you're engaging in things that make you feel good about yourself and make you feel good about what you're doing for others but also make others feel good about themselves too like that's what we are genetically engineered to do is to be empathetic human beings and part of the what we've lost in this in this world that we currently exist in is that feeling and that's why so many of us feel lonely and disconnected and never put our feet on to solid ground and it's just it's very sad and it makes me very sad yeah yeah but also motivated yeah you know well I think that like if you can do something do something and that's what I've always thought like growing up I always knew that I was going to be an activist in some way I can thank my parents for that but for the longest time I thought it was animals and I, not that I've given up on animals now, but I've moved more into social justice and human rights. Mm. Um, and I think it's because I understand the world a lot more and I've come into my own identity a lot more. Mm. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I still, I still want to help animals. And I remember having a conversation with my mum, actually. She was like, I thought animal activism was where it was at. And I was like, no, like... I want to branch out more and I think I have the capacity to do so much more Mm. and I can do more at one time as well Mm. Um, but yeah I've always thought that I was here to do something and to help people in some way Um, and so if in any way I can do that then I'm going to do it Yeah, I think the thing to remember here probably is just that you also like Helping people is so wonderful. It's something that is, that can be so beautiful, but also you cannot pour from an empty cup. So, That's true. You, you know, make a good point. In healing yourself and in dealing with like the traumas that often we just don't even want to look in the face because it's just too hard and too terrifying and too dark and too big and too like scary. Mm. You kind of just have to do it if you want to be able to help other people. Okay, because Scorpio Moon. You gotta help yourself. Yeah. Heal yourself. Yeah. You know? Otherwise you carry that baggage into other people's problems. Yeah. I've done that before in, like, relationships where, you know, I've tried to give advice from a place where, you know, I haven't necessarily got my shit together just yet. And Mm. you can feel it seep through into your advice and you, you stop yourself and you're like, wait, am I giving this person the right advice or am I giving them advice because... I'm feeling a certain way today. And when you recognize that moment, you just got to take a step back and be like, I don't know, like how Mac kicked us out of the spiritual shop the other day. He was like, it's time to go. See you later. I got to work on something. Completely fair. Sorry we outstayed our welcome. 
Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's something that I'm learning. And, like, I'm on a mission this year for self-love. Not that I don't love myself, but I have a lot of issues with myself. Um, and at 21, I think it's good that I'm learning that now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do feel like something's changing in myself and the world. And, yeah. It's the age of Aquarius, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Big like, shift. I chopped all my hair off this year. I... I don't know, I'm just feeling so much better in my body. Even though, obviously, I get bouts of depression and sometimes I'm, like, disgusting. But <laughs> I am so much more confident in myself. Mm. And I really hope that shows. And I think it is. Actually, I've been getting a lot of messages from old friends being like, you're looking good. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. So much. Thank you. But also, I'm so much more than that. Very true. Very true. That's something... Like, I had a conversation um, with my partner, Matt, the other day. Um... And, like, I love him so much, um, and he loves me so much, and it's so wonderful. But sometimes I find that our compliments are very, like, um, like physically based. And so I just was, like, sit I sat him down and I was like, hey, like, I really would appreciate if, you know, maybe we complimented each other in different ways. Like, wow, you look majestic today. Like, <laughs> um, or like, wow, you're such an intelligent human being, you know. Or, like, I love your brain. Yeah. You know, because... Or I love your your higher self. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. I feel like we place so much emphasis on being valuable because of what we look like. And it's sad because that's just, like, the surface of what we are. Mm. And most people can't get past what's there. To what's the good, the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I want someone to compliment my brain more yeah. than my body. Compliment my heart. It's recording now, so you can go whenever you're ready. I already cool. told Gazarmish that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I thought you said, like, in the womb, like, in, like, a. Yes. Climb yes. back inside your mom. That's literally every man's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just dive back in. This is about nine months in there, only to keep trying to get back in for the rest of their lives. Oh, straight in, though. <laughs> yeah. Added, added. Um, um, we're back after a little break. I had to pee again. I've been peeing a bunch today. It's. Because you've been drinking a lot of water, maybe? Possibly. I just feel really ill. Yeah. But it's fine. Might also be the equinox. Yeah. Wait. Currently, as we record this, yesterday was the autumnal equinox. And we're still kind of getting over that. And we're moving into Aries season, which sometimes really does stuff you up. Lots of emotions. Did you hear me censor myself just then? Wow. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we... I guess we wanted to really do our first episode around the importance of women speaking. Mm -hmm. um, not only speaking up for themselves in an advocacy sense, but also um, speaking up and speaking to each other. Yes. Um, which is something that I think, you know, is so easily pervasive. It's just the ability for people to, you know, quarter off women. Mm by the fact, by virtue of the fact that they're currently not speaking to each other. So let's, you know, play a little bit of Chinese whispers. And isn't that fitting for our lives yeah. and what's happened to us so far? So I guess, yeah, what we wanted to talk about was, you know, we did stop talking for a little while. Yeah. Um, because there were some really major shifts happening in our life. This was about two years ago, maybe now. Mm, 2019. Yeah, big shifts happening in both of our lives. And I think 
it was like really poignant for me because I reached this point in our relationship um, where you told me something and then I was like I, I can no longer I can't help here anymore and I think mm. I had that moment of realization where I just I knew I had to sort of take a bit of a step back from our relationship and that made me really sad um, but also I, I like I knew that there was nothing else that I could do there and yeah. like not going into it because it doesn't need to be spoken about spoken about but you went through the shitter. I did. I was so heavily depressed in 2019. You went through the washing machines. I did. And, um, yeah, I don't really admit to that very often, but I was not in a very good place. And so when you took a step back, I read it as, oh, she's not supporting something that could be so good. Um, and I was, like, really hurt by that. I didn't think of you as not a friend anymore. I always thought of you as a friend. I just thought that we were, like... I just read kind of the room and went, oh, okay, something's happening. Mm. Um, and I know that you tried multiple times, but it wasn't that I didn't take up those opportunities because I didn't want to. It was just that there was so much going on. Like, I remember a couple of times you invited me over for dinner and I couldn't because of work. I think you... I, I don't know for sure, but I think you could have read that as me, like, just coming up with an excuse. Mm. But I was working a whole heap at that point. And, um, I don't know, I, I do think that we were still friends, question mark, but we just weren't close, and I think that we kind of lost a little bit of trust for each other as well. Hmm. Um, but, because I remember one time you legitimately stepped in for me when somebody was about to arc up. This is, I'm not giving very much context, but I, someone was literally about to fight me. Do you remember? And you stood in front of me and I was like, oh, wow. Like, it was such a, I don't know, it just really showed to me that we were still friends and you still had my back, like, always. And just because we weren't talking didn't mean that you didn't, you weren't there for me. And, like, that was so, I think that was a bit of a turning point as well. Because mm. everything started fitting into place after that as well. Um, and then I realised once I came out of said washing machine that you were right all along um, but you I hate hearing those words I know and you didn't want to be right and I get that but I had blinders on um, and you could see it for what it was and yeah there were just people whispering in our ears stopping us from actually talking because I think if we put everything aside and just had a conversation and you were just like this that the other this is the way this is and this is what I'm saying um, I, I don't know. It could have, I could have been like, oh, fuck, true. Mm. But I was so down in the dumps and I was so stubborn as well in what I wanted. Mm. Um, which is so fair. Yeah. Like, this is the thing, right? Like, I hold no qualms, no resentments about that particular period of our friendship mostly just because I knew that everything sort of happened and fell into the place that it needed to and in a way that it kind of needed to happen because I could never have gone on that journey for you and I don't think I would have been able to protect you from that either because it was your first interest Mm. real serious interest yeah and like when you have that experience it is kind of all-encompassing and like it's all you can really think about it's all you can really do anything about and I 
this was the year where, she, like, I shit you not, I was hit by a car. I can talk do talk to you all about that another day, but, um, and I also lost my best friend. He was a dog, <laughs> not a person. Very but. cute dog. <laughs> but I had him for majority of my life, and he died, and. I had never really felt grief like that. Like, I've lost a grandparent before, but I was never um, close with him. Um, and so losing my legitimate best friend really hurt, and I could still cry about it now. Mm. Um, and so I think I was leaning on the wrong people. Mm. Um, and I was leaning on anyone who was there. Um, and I spe- spent so much time alone and so much time literally thinking about nothing. And, like, that was just hard. And so um, having something that gave me sort of serotonin, I was stubborn in keeping, Mm. even though looking back there were so many bad signs. Um, You just can't... You can't even go down that path. mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it to you right now. Like, you were there. You experienced everything that wonderful opportunity gave you you know and you've come out the other end with this renewed sense of understanding that I think you just would not have had had you not gone through that yeah you know and sometimes that's the measure of whether or not you're able to get back up again after a really debilitating experience Mm. but sometimes thinking about you know, what is the learning in this? And sometimes it can feel quite nonsensical and like, why, why is this really happening to me in this grand scheme of this random universe? Like, why is this happening? But really it's about your own personal growth. It's about your own personal journey. It's about where you started, Mm. how hard it's been and where that's got you, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, that's what they say, like pressure, intense pressure creates diamonds. It does. And you know, you wouldn't have been able to reconnect with me in the way that you did either had you not gone through that as well. So, like, not saying that it couldn't have been done in a better way, because it definitely fucking could have, using the (laughs) language. But, like, acknowledge that you were doing the best that you could with the tools that you had at the time. Yeah. And, yeah, you you were young. You were, like, first, like, first, first two years... Of yeah. living in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, like, experiencing your best Sydney life, trying to, like, make friendships and get to know people. And that absolutely is something that you're entitled to. Yeah. To do in your first few, like, years of living in a big city after not doing so. Mm. So, yeah. And we're not demonising anyone in this com- in this story. Like, everyone played their part. Everyone and, is on a journey, you know. Yeah, and this is just part of our story. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, anyone listening? But it's, like, the important part of, like, how we came to really talk again. Yeah. After that period of, like, almost, like, loss of friendship. But it wasn't really a loss. It was still there. It was just that we needed to go on separate paths for a little bit in order to find our way back to each other. Yeah. And it was... Through a mutual friend, shout out Navina, I'm gonna Woo-hoo. name you. Um, because I was talking to her one day and she was like, Oh, I'm coming to see Ness. And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, And she was like, She's, you should like talk to her again. She was the one that was just kind of like started that ball rolling. Mm. And then 
I don't know what happened, but I don't know how we it's because started talking again. I think it was like... You came over. Yeah, but how? Because um, we were having a YM Power youth consultation. No, but we had dinner before then, I think. No, we didn't. We didn't? No, so it was the it was a youth consultation, mm-hmm. and we were like theorizing everything that we wanted in our workshops coming up, and Davina came over um, because she was like wanting to spend some time and also to participate in the workshops as well. Um, and then... I remember you being here, um, and we had, like, a bit of, like, an awkward start at first, Mm. but I think I remember us going outside to talk at one point, and that was kind of just, like, where the waterworks began, and, like, everyone was kind of, like, witness to our, like, rekindling, almost. Yeah, we cried. And, like, we were all sitting in this circle, and we were just having, like, this really big DNM about, like... Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> and then we started, like, talking almost, like, at, but to each other about, like, why we hadn't seen each other for so long, and we just got into it, and, yeah. I'm so happy we're back here. Kind of waterworks time. <laughs> and those, I remember looking around the circle of the people who were witness, and they were all just, like, a little bit scared at how, like, how it went down yeah. yeah not in like a bad scared way but in like a, oh my god <laughs> i'm so sorry that happened to you yeah. yeah and in like an awe of us just being like oh i love you I <laughs> yeah but yeah i'm so happy we're here and we're talking okay we're back we will we took a long break we had some food we meditated. I'm not really a big fan of meditation, but I really enjoyed that one. I think you did really well. Thank you. I was, like, partially asleep, but I think my body is just incredibly tired at the moment, and so yeah. it was um, actually quite helpful. I appreciate that, because I've been trying to get you to do it for a long time now, and I'm just so relieved that you enjoyed it. Yeah. But, yeah, we just need to take a little break, because we're not in the habit of talking like this. For long, long periods of time. For long periods of time, yeah. It's nice. It is. But it's a lot. It is. But we'll get into the habit of it. It's Mm. a new skill we have to learn. Yes. Fine tune. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, it's not the traditional being on your phone communication, is it? True. We are looking at each other. Yeah. And we're talking about deep, profound things. That kind of, like, suck to bring up sometimes, because they are emotionally loaded. Yes. Load of stuff packed into it. (laughs) Um, but the moral of the story that we told before yes it's just that we are now here together and we're two very different people to those people then a lot has happened and we've been through a lot of stuff individually Mm. and then together since then Um, and of course the pandemic has changed things as well Mm -hmm. um yeah, I'm seriously a very different person to that person. And just learning how to really adapt to all of the changes that are happening in the lives of young people at the moment yeah. is a huge feat in, of, in and of itself, I think. And that needs to be recognised because, you know, it's not like the world we live in at the moment distinctly wants you to stop existing, mm. but it's not necessarily existence-friendly either. Yeah. the current system that we operate in. Yeah. And I think the reason we, we told that story, one of the reasons we told that story, is because it's necessary in the very essence of this podcast. 
Like, we had people preventing us from talking. We had misinformation around each other Mm. and what was going on. Um, And I think that us together is creating a lot of good. Mm. Um, And so why... Like, people might ask, why didn't you start earlier? And that was partially a reason why. Mm. Um, And we are two strong women and we weren't talking um and now we are and it's like magic yeah and I think I would even hesitate to say it would probably be quite universal with like a lot of young girls as well yeah and like discovering what friendship actually means and like you know the idea that you can actually be 100% completely vulnerable with another human being and not really worry about the consequences of that it's just such a beautifully freeing friendship and relationship to sort of be in and I think that's what we want more of is like friendships that foster this sort of environment where you can like grow you can grow together and like you can cook together and you can just like you know if you have a problem bring it up like as soon as it comes up and be like hey this is going on and I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. How are you feeling about this? It's so much more valuable, and we could have done with that lesson a lot earlier. It would have avoided a lot of heartache. But, again, that's not the moral of the story. That all happened to teach us something. And I personally don't believe in things happen for a reason, but I do think that there are reasons in retrospect. I feel feel wiser. A lot wiser. Yeah, yeah to be honest and it was because of all of those feelings of like maybe we're not friends anymore and like that uncertainty and that fear and that like sadness from not being friends and then being able to reconcile all that stuff and just talk through it and move past it has probably been like a really really eye-opening and maturing experience for me personally yeah yeah and I think we've also sort of leveled up in our friendship because um, when I met Ness, I had just moved back to Sydney after been after living in Canberra for a decade, and um, and I was quite lonely, and I didn't really like I'm very excited, but I didn't really have many friends because everyone who I did have friends with back in the day when I lived here when I was younger, um, they've moved on and become you know like moved on with their life, they've become different people, and we sort of lost touch. Um, and so, and I met Ness through a uni thing and she sort of like welcomed me into everything. And then from there I joked about her being my Sydney mum. And, um, and that was what our friendship sort of was. It was like that she was sort of mentoring me in a way, which I think is quite funny to talk about now because of YM Power. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I do feel like you, you were kind of sort of guiding me a bit there. And, like, feeding me and making sure I was okay and, like, welcoming me into your home. Because you don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, like, I think now, after all of that, we've sort of come onto more of an an equal level. Mm. And I've stopped seeing you in in such a, like, you still are, like, partially a mentor to me. Mm. But I've stopped seeing you as sort of, like, someone above. Mm. I feel like we've sort of... And in no way was that you doing that. It was just... Um, it makes so much sense to me too because I think I've stopped seeing you in that way too 
Yeah. And I think, you know, I was, before all that stuff that went down, went down, mm. I think I was very, like, preoccupied with making sure that you were okay and, like, you were safe. Yeah. And then, yeah, taking a step back kind of forced me to sort of reevaluate our relationship and, like, realise that I really can't control as much as I'd like to in my yeah. life. Yeah. Or in the lives of others. Like, I can't stop people from having bad experiences, for example, as much as I'd want to. Um, and that's just a lesson that I think I had to learn kind of, yeah, the really hard way. But yeah. better for it. Yeah. And, like, you still look after me and you still feed me and I'm very grateful for you for that. Yeah. You cook too. Yeah. That's the thing. She's been cooking. I was so out of the habit of cooking. Making babies. some good laxas lately. Yeah, I love making curries. And for a white person, that's an odd thing to say, but... Yeah, she can actually handle spice, which is interesting. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, yeah, we just, our relationship has evolved, and we've become friends on more of an equal level now. Pokemon. Yeah. I don't really know much about Pokemon, but, like, we have evolved. It it means pocket monster. Ah. Yeah. Just an interesting fact out there. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah. So, that's that story. Mm -hmm. And we've tackled that now. (laughs) It's good. I think we need to, like, deep dive into this stuff sometimes, even though we kind of want to gloss over it, because we, like, we want to point a laser focus on the learnings from all the hard stuff, not necessarily the hard stuff, you know? Because we know how that went down, and you might not know how that went down at home, but, like, I think you've gotten the general gist of what the situation was. It was big, it was hard, we went through it, and I'm proud of us. Came out the other end stronger than ever. Yeah, and we can trust both of them. Like, we can trust each other and we can trust ourselves a lot more because Mm. of it, I think. Um, In a place. I feel like we're in such a better place at the moment. Oh, yeah. Feeling good. Yeah. I've I've had a bit of a hard time over the last month, Mm. but I am in such a better place that I was then and then I have been in quite some time. Mm. Um, So look at us go. And we Talk to your sisters. Cute. Talk to each other. Yeah. Say hi to the random supermarket stranger that you've seen three times this week while grabbing late night Doritos. Yeah. Oh my god, just adding us. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I don't. A friend of mine, I'm not going to name her, but a friend of mine, she taught me that complimenting strangers is such a big thing. And, like, it doesn't take very much, but you don't know what that person's going through. And hearing a kind word from someone can really help them. Mm. Like, the other day, um, I really did not feel good in myself because I was just, like, in lounge clothes. And I was... This was when I was visiting my parents. And um, and I just ran in to get a snack because my mum was getting petrol. And this old woman was like, you look fantastic, darling. I was like, ah! Thank you. You, you. I don't even know who you are, and you just made my day. Like, it was just so... Like, she didn't need to, and she did, and it was mm. great. Mm. Um, but yeah, this unnamed friend of mine, she, like... Growing up, she would always just be like, go up, like, like make a beeline to someone and be like, your earrings are amazing. Mm. And I always felt shy about doing that. But the, like, the... The smile that these people had after she had said something like that, it was, like, priceless, you know? 100%. It's so important. But also make sure that your compliments aren't creepy. True. Because that's so important. It's just about being genuine, I feel. 
Yeah. You know? And don't have a weird agenda. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Be wholesome. <laughs> and... Yeah. I think there's a place for being crude. But, like, not to people when they haven't... When you... One, don't know them. And two, it's so unprovoked, unsolicited. Like, not consented to. Mm. Like, come on now. Consent. Yeah. That's all you need to say. <sighs> well... We're about to move into the final segment of oh, our podcast yes, that today. we planned to talk about. Yes. Yes. So we really wanted to touch on advocacy really briefly. I think we're going to have to end up doing another episode on this some oh, yeah, way down sure. the track, but I'm sure there will be time for it at some it's a, point. It's such a broad topic. There's so much packed into it. And mm. I mean, advocacy itself is so broad and it applies to so many aspects of our lives. I feel like just for an example when I was in hospital the other day like in so much pain and just trying to sort of communicate to doctors about what was going on with me it was just such a struggle and I didn't realize how hard it would be and I'm like literally like mid-20s now I should be able to sort of advocate for myself but it was hard they just kept like because everyone's in a rush and everyone wants to do their thing and everyone's like I want to get from A to B and I don't want to have to think about the people that I meet in between and I'm like that's great but also I'm in pain and I'm a human being yeah and like even at one stage I was I was in this hospital and I was like in so so much pain I was like having a, a bit of a panic attack to be honest um and one of the nurses god bless them they're doing the best that they can but she kind of just gave me morphine because she was like you just need to calm down and i was like that's not what i want like i don't want to have that head rush at the moment because i just i feel so emotionally vulnerable that i don't think i'll have a good time you know and even physically vulnerable as well it was a lot because this was the point when um you were alone right because they weren't allowing visitors yeah and you were in pain and you couldn't sleep and you were still surrounded in, by people I don't know you were still in, in the emergency, emergency department. department. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot. And yeah. And like the doctor who came over showed to me, he kind of thought that I was like being a bit hysterical. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Probably was. But I was by myself and, and I was your freaking feelings out. feelings are valid. Yeah. And like he kind of was just like, I need you to calm down. And I was like, I, I can't do that right now. <laughs> I was like, sorry, this is the best you're going to get because I'm having the time. Yeah. And they just weren't telling me like what was wrong with me. And yeah, I ended up spending 24 hours in the emergency department all up and like was poked, prodded, had stuff inserted. It was, it was, there was a suppository involved. There was just so much that happened in that 24 hours, and I just, like, had to, like, learn real fast how to, like, speak up for myself. Yeah. And it was, like, like, I'm grateful that I learned it, but also it was just, fuck. Mm. Yeah. And I think, like... Also, sorry to cut you off, but properly fund our freaking hospitals, so, like, people's standard of care isn't that level of standard of care because I'm telling you the emergency department poor people didn't even have a door for the female bathroom the door didn't exist there oh yeah and the only bathroom that they could use was the men's bathroom Mm. and it had no freaking toilet seat and I'm just like how do you expect people to want to like even feel better when like those are the circumstances that surround you getting better 
Yeah. You know, and like I feel so bad for the staff. They're so lovely. Like one of the nurses even got me a table for the workshop that we did. Like she like Oh she yeah. worked so hard to source a table. She was so lovely. And also side note, we did an International Women's Day workshop together. Hybridly. Hybridly because we were meant to do it in person, but then next was to, went to hospital, hospital, of course. And I did it physically <laughs> and I was fucking stressing myself because I had never done a workshop before and she she knows how to do workshops on her head. And so I was like, how am I going to do this? And then you were on morphine, but you were like so set in zooming in I did for my it. makeup and everything. Yeah, but like you were in the emergency room in the emergency room chair just like doing it and like I was to be honest I was scared because that morning when I saw you you were so much on morphine that you couldn't really make a sentence and I was like how is she gonna do this (laughs) and I believed in you but I was like I don't know how she's gonna do it and then she just like fully just pulled it out of the bag and I don't know how she did it we've taken so much emotional energy but like and everyone I talked to was like it was went so smooth I was like, wow, okay. Um, Yeah, like, that's... You you can't really... No one else can really say that. Like, that's crazy. And we did it, and you did it. I feel really good about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was such a success. And you did it on morphine. Yeah. In an emergency department of a public hospital. You know, like, I always encourage rest. I'm a big, big fan of rest these days, especially now that I've learnt my lesson. But, like, we had been planning this workshop for, like, weeks now, and I was so excited about it. And I just, like, the thought of not being able to make it broke my heart than the discomfort of not being able to, like, zoom in correctly. So I was like, it's not worth it. Of course I'm going to be there. And, like, I don't know. I really do remember not being able to put a sentence together. And I was like how am I gonna speak um but I'm really glad that it went really well because I think the energy and like our hearts were in the right place for it as well yeah and like there was so much of us in that and our community in that that I think like almost as if everyone subconsciously was sort of pushing and propelling us forward and like supporting us in such a difficult situation because yeah it, it just, was hard. It was so hard. But I'm honestly so proud of us. Yeah. And like when I say that, I truly mean it. Like, oh my god, it was such a like, win. I, 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 I don't know if you can fully fathom that, but like you fucking did it. And like, if you want to find out more about that workshop, go to Y Empowers um, Australia's Instagram page. Mm. There's a lot about it. There. And on our website, at the useful links page, you can find yes. the recording to our um, whole workshop. Oh yeah, mm. cool. I put it up. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was about women in leadership, which is also about advocating for yourself in a way, actually. Mm-hmm. This all fits together. Full it circle. does. Um, but yeah, I don't know why, where we were before that, but I just... Advocacy. Advocacy, yeah. I don't know. But um, we are so grateful to live in a country that has such good medical care. But of course... There are its problems. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's not 100% perfect. And... Oh, it's not even close to perfect. But we are grateful for what we have. And um, everyone in the hospital system worked so hard. And they worked so hard to work out what was happening with you. Mm. Um, but that's not to say that it's not hard for you. Mm. And it's not to say that it's not hard for anybody else who goes through that. Um, and it's also not to say that, like, 
women's health is not up to scratch. It's not. It's, it's really, really not. not. <laughs> um, I have the best story for this, actually. Mm. But, like, my partner, he went to hospital at one point because he was complaining of, like, extreme region pain. Um, and they saw him within, like, I shit you not, like, 20 minutes. 20 minutes he was in the emergency room. And I was, like, I was grateful for it. I was glad for it. But also, like, a small part of me couldn't help but be, like, man, like, if I had penis, (laughs) you know, like, give me a break. And then I ended up being in the emergency department for 24 hours, you know? Like, they for the whole first day I didn't even know what was wrong with me because like yeah yeah. but you know part of that I think is you know under resourcing but a big part of it is also I feel gender which I think is very interesting I'm going to talk about it on Tuesday as well on the panel that we're doing with the status of women commission I think so yeah I don't know the actual name but I I do (laughs) well there you go (laughs) I know my diary back to front. Thank you. <laughs> my mum was um, organising yeah. this conference. And this she thought conference. of me, um, which was so wonderful of her. Yeah. And so now I'm speaking on this panel and I'm really excited about it because I feel like it's really um, tying together a lot of what has been on my radar at the moment with advocacy and with young people um, and mobilising for change for young people in particular because a lot is happening in our world at the moment and if we don't start sort of getting together and talking more, Mm. I think things will end up being sadder than they could be. Yeah. And I have a lot of hope. I'm glad. Just because of, like, you guys, to be honest. Like, everyone in Wine Power, just, like, y'all give me my second wind when I feel like I'm too tired or, like, I want to give up. It's like, I have photos of you guys everywhere because I'm like, this is why I'm doing it, you know? Like, yeah. That's so nice. Because it's hard, you know? Oh, yeah. Especially with everything you're doing. Yeah. And you're still recovering from being in hospital as well. (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... Like, the other day was the one-year anniversary of going into lockdown. Mm. Like... That is a trauma in itself that everyone can relate to. Mm. Um, I think it was unprecedented. Mm. I think it was also very consciousness raising. Yeah. Because I think it really forced everyone to sort of sit inside at home with their thoughts and nothing else. Yeah. Which, you know, for some people is a lot easier than other people. For some people it's a lot harder as well. Mm. Mm. Because, you know, there's a lot of thoughts that we don't really want to face up to at this current point in time. Oh, yeah. You know? And that's a whole conversation Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. (laughs) But We should definitely have a conversation in one about trauma, two about... Um, women's health. Add it onto the list. Yeah, so just stay tuned. This this entire episode is us just setting your expectations. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have a conversation, like, deep dive into all of these things. Mm -hmm. Because, like, like, oh, yes. Give me the pen. I'm going to write it down. Literally write it. Okay, she's writing it down. (laughs) Um, Because we have so many ideas, but we haven't thought of things like deep diving into trauma and like women's health as well yeah we don't necessarily have to go into our trauma but we can just talk about trauma in itself <laughs> 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 
I just went, oh, fuck. Wait, what happened? My voice went high pitch. Um, it's scary. Yeah. But I don't think... I don't think anything should be taboo. Mm. But again, going back to this raising consciousness thing. Yes, know, yes. Like oh, you can, really you can dull it. You can dull it with things like alcohol and like you know screen time. Yes, but it's still gonna be there when you get back. You know that's that's the trouble with it. Mm. So sometimes it's just good to like face it. Yeah, well that's like what you were saying yesterday that like your demons are sort of like little use. Like you need to treat them as like little. Little Children. tiny Tallulahs and Nesses who oh. just like who wanted that love and that recognition that maybe they didn't receive. And you can like pick them up and like hold them and tell them that you're sorry, you did the best that you could with what you had, and that you love them, Aww. and give them a big fat sloppy kiss on the head, you know? Like that's what you want to do and with them. Send them on their merry way. Yeah, it's time for you to fuck off now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> too real yeah <laughs> but I think yeah I think this podcast is a good place to talk about those things mm. and to sort of get everyone in on the discussion yeah because I feel like you should be a part of this like yeah I feel like what we're currently going through is quite like a bit of a monumental shift and like if it's not documented then I might forget like I have a little bit of an ADHD brain <laughs> it's not entirely neurotypical up there (laughs) um so like i forget shit all the time so if i forget your name it's not personal if i forget my keys it's not personal i ask them where my phone is like 50 times a day it's just a lot of the time she's holding it i am (laughs) or like it's just under a cushion (laughs) um yeah but we'll go into that too. <laughs> yeah. Add that to the women's <laughs> not so neurotypical. Um but we have social media for this podcast and so get on the in on the discussion as well. We wouldn't yeah. be all about it. Also, we are thinking of joining uh, joining starting um like a, a film club and a book club with Wine Power at some point too. Yes. So um you know, it's a little early for us to be asking for your integrations and your input, but like send them through, you know, book recommendations, film recommendations. Yeah. We've currently got a pretty good spread on our list so far. Um, I wrote up on the board, actually. We have a whiteboard in the house. Um, but like movies. Oh yeah, cute. And TV. Um, we're watching Amend at the moment and you should definitely give that a watch. We're going to do a little bit of a talk on that soon one day, probably. Um, Pride, if you haven't already watched it, it's about advocacy, so you need to watch it. Um, it's just essential. Uh, Moxie is one of my favorite movies yeah, at the cute. moment. It was created by Amy Poehler, like and directed I, and written by. I cried like a baby, shamelessly, because it was just so much. And I like it is so topical right now that like seeing it everywhere is just something that has been very difficult for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Emotion. It's hello. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> to my body. I'm feeling you wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. So, my love to everyone out there who's struggling right now with that stuff because I feel it. 
and I can't necessarily be as present as I'd like to in it because it's just too much. But yeah. Yeah. I appreciate and see your advocacy and if I could do it, I'm glad someone can do it on my behalf. Yeah. It's very triggering, I have to say. Yeah, so trigger warning for that movie. But yeah. it's a good one to watch, especially if you identify as a woman or if you identify as a feminist. Or even just simply as an Amy Poehler fan. Make make your slightly meninous boyfriend watch it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of one. You just... I think it's about... This is my other thing. I have to say this before we even, like, begin to close out. But, like, one of the biggest things that we're currently tackling at the moment is social media polarization. Mm. And, like, how far we've spread across the divide. We'll probably talk on this eventually as well. But the way that we're just not able to really converse with people that we disagree with in this day and age is something that I think we need to very much change um, and we need to do it soon because right now we can't even agree that we disagree and that's insane to me like I feel like bridges are one of my favourite sources of infrastructure and like this is something that like being involved in politics in a certain wing of politics like you kind of just have these weird quirks where like you're interested in random pieces of infrastructure (laughs) 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 but I love bridges not just for the infrastructure infrastructure and the infrastructural capabilities but also because I feel like it's so much of a lesson between what should be happening between people. We should always be trying to build those bridges between each other mm. and, like, with people even who, like, kind of disgust and, like, piss us off sometimes, you know? Oh, she went there. I went there, you know? And, like, we're all human. We're all controlled by the ego. Yeah. But, oh, like, that's a conversation in itself. That, Literally, the more we talk, we, sh- we should... <laughs> Why aren't you writing this down? <laughs> Yogo. She can't spell. Yogo. I'm, I'm having a time. <laughs> um. But yes. <laughs> Talk to people. Talking to people is so valuable. Books. Oh yeah. So for the, for the books. The books that we're currently looking at. Anything by Brene Brown. Hit it up. If you need a 101 crash course on empathy being nice, being a friend being brave, being brave, being vulnerable mm. hit her up she's actually a phenomenal lady I have a mum crush on her be my mom. <laughs> take me home and then hug me, love me Yemi Yemi Pen we her. love Yemi Pen, she is amazing, to be honest we, we recently, today actually, we posted a video that she did for us, for our workshop that we did about women's leadership on And encouraging young Wine people to be Power. leaders. Yes, on Why Empower's Facebook and Instagram, so look into that if you want. Give it a watch, um, and also hit up her book, um, Did You Get the Memo? Yes. Very, very good. We've designed some of our Why Empower workshops around it, so um, hit us up because... You know, we really want to be elevating her work at the moment because she's a change maker and she's just like making waves and being unapologetic. And I I have so much respect and I admire that 
so she's powerful. She is. She is so powerful. And if we do talk about trauma in one of these episodes, we'll talk about oh. the documentary she made as I'm well. I'm gonna ask her to come on. Oh yeah, Yemi, please. We love you, Yemi. <laughs> You've never met me, but I want to meet you. You will. You will. You will. <laughs> I'm not much of a reader, but I think. I think if, if we started, book, yeah. I'm a big movie buff, though. Yeah, I love movies. Well, you should throw our suggestion box. Yeah. Some some suggestions about consciousness raising and like humanity increasing movies because yeah. I feel like that's one of the biggest tools like for any like social divide. You know, yeah. it's been driven by television or movies or theater. You know, so. I think we just need to be consuming the right kind of content right now because what we're consuming is not great. Mm. Like I know how much you love blood and I know how much you love gore, but like I honestly think it just desensitizes us to like yeah. I mean, I'm currently watching through American Horror Story and cuz I never watched it before. I only like Coven. And I'm she got me onto Coven and she started this. <laughs> But she has a name. You <laughs> started this. You started this. Um, and so I've seen Freak Show and now I'm watching Hotel. And I love it. And I love gore and I love horror and I love like thrillers and stuff. But I do take your point that sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I just watched a character's head get cut off. Mm. And I didn't even blink. Mm. Like, is that hurting a part of me? I think it is. But also, I think I see it as like my version of like going on a roller coaster. Because yeah. I'm not very physically um, True. risky. But, like, your head's not going to get cut off on a roller coaster. Nor, no, I know. Nor, is, nor is your passenger, you know? No, I, think I know. But like, that's, like, the difference, right, is that, like, for me, personally, I watched the whole thing of Kevin with mm. you, mm. and I think we did, like, five episodes in one day one time, and it was a lot. And I mm. remember, like, leaving that space and feeling completely unaligned. I was, like... I was sad, I was like angsty, and I was just not having a good time, and I could like I could tell immediately from my my guiding system, my inner direction system, that like I had fucked up by watching five episodes in a row. Like I think you you don't have to stop consuming that stuff, but like in such huge quantities, I think it can have a huge mental shift on our consciousness and yeah. also on our on our hearts as well because that's it's a lot to watch another hu- human being go through, you know? Yeah. And it's why it's so easy to, like, personify, I guess, and, like, demonstrate certain groups of people in desensitized ways, especially if the media sold it correctly, you know? Yeah. Like, a criminal, you know? punitive measures needed for, you know, aliens. That's literally how people talk about other people in this world sometimes. Mm. And I think that that exposure to that violence makes it easier to let that slide. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember, like, when I was younger and I would watch, like, even just action movies where there was, like, a lot of, like, killing. I would start shaking. Mm. And, like, it had such a profound effect on me and it was, like, noticeable because I was, like, tears like sort of like my eyes would well up not in like that I was crying but just like the shock of it and I've lost that Mm. and I guess there obviously there is a part of me that's grown up and I'm able to take on more mature themes and handle said action but I think I have sort of become desensitized in some way Mm. and I'm not and I know that you're not saying this either but I'm not saying that I should stop being a horror gore lover 
because I do truly love it. But I do take your point that we're sitting there and spending hours a day not watching something that's like nice, uplifting. Yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> is a horrible word, but you know what I mean. Like it's not. I get what you mean, though. Yeah, necessarily positive mm. can sort of unknowingly do something to you. Yeah, and people do that shit all the time. Yeah, you know, and like. I think it's so funny though because like we're we're almost complete opposites in that you are this huge horror and gore enthusiast and I literally won't even let you play it in the living room because like <laughs> if I walk out and see something horrific I like that image is seared into my brain I will take it to bed with me it will follow me in my sleep like I'll just think about it for the next week if I'm walking in a dark room I'll literally just like see it and like <laughs> I will conjure things up with my brain about it so I just I can't even expose myself to that sort of stuff sometimes because if I'm not in the right mind frame for it it can permeate and that's yeah. it for me. Like, I'm plagued for weeks, you know? So I'd just rather not sometimes. But I'm all, I am I always used to be such a sensitive kid as well. Like, when watching TV and movies, like, my parents always used to say that, like, when, like, it, when I used to watch Flubber in particular, I would just, like, Aww. move my mouth in such a, like, weird Flubber-like way. Like, I would be, like, like opening my... You can't see this from home, but, like, I'd be, like, <laughs> opening my mouth and, like following like just being very reactive to the screen and i think that's what we have as children yeah is that reactivity and that like a capacity to emotionally feel and like experience in that way it's so different to when they kind of like beat it out of us or like yeah the education system takes it out of you or something because i don't know about you but like i know so many young people like so, so many young people that said when they were kids they had imaginary friends oh i did like yeah i had many lucky did too my sister did too mm. which is funny because you're all in the same age bracket yeah interesting mm. yeah well i had a similar thing i couldn't my parents couldn't watch um funniest home videos because I would just legitimately start crying. <laughs> like, when I was little. And, like, not just, like, silent crying. Like, full-on, like, mm. like upset. That was, like, me with a few some, like, songs. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I just... Anyone getting hurt, I was just like, no. Yeah. That's just not it. Yeah. And then now I'm like, ooh. <laughs> like, there's a balance, right? Yeah. And I feel like you know, we can become resilient resilient human beings without losing that aspect of humanity and that aspect of, like, reactivity to emotion. Because I feel like we're so comfortable with just, like, putting those blinders on and then tuning out of anything that's too hard to deal with. Because yeah. even though we like, we like to think that we're resilient, we're actually not that resilient, if you think about it. Mm. You know? We don't yeah. want to do the real resilient work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, life is a lot as is, and you need re- resilience just to get through the day sometimes. And so, to little by little. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah, to like deal with the deep dark stuff that you don't want to touch, that kind of resilience takes a lot. Like it takes a lot more energy to do both, you know. Mm. And so yeah, little baby steps, I guess. Mm. That's all you can hope for. Yeah. But with that, I guess like. I think we should close out now because I feel like we've spoken about so much. Yeah, y'all listeners, like you'd be taking in so much. I know. So if you feel like if you feel like you need to cleanse yourself after this, please go to a safe space, pull that Palo Santo out, (laughs) the sage, and just 
go over all the top of your body because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of positive energy here, but we're also, you know, setting a lot of um, stuff up for what we're going to be talking about, which I think is really important. Yeah. Like every episode from here on out, most likely, will have sort of one topic, but the way that we speak, it sort of moves into other things. We go off on tangents and just... That's like, bear with us. (laughs) Yeah. I think sometimes the most like profound points of our discussions come out of tangents yeah and that's why i think this freeform process is something that i'm really excited about to yeah. be honest yeah yeah and we might have some guests yes Question yes i yeah we'll, we'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> exciting things coming and stay tuned yeah and hopefully we'll do one of these every fortnight we're every talking fortnight. about Unless um, we feel the, the vibe and we're like, weeks. let's just do it every week. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This is a new journey for us and a new... Yeah. We're so excited for you to join us. I am actually bursting with excitement. Yeah. Like, please don't hesitate to, like, DM us as well. Yeah. Like, we're open for the conversation. I'm so like... down for anything. Yeah. Well, that makes me sound like... like I'm just... Yeah. No shame here. <laughs> dig up, Tor. Dig up. I <laughs> will <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> you don't have to shut up. Just dig up. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, instead of digging down. Dig up. Dig up. Ah, dig yourself out. <laughs> I'm trying here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, one boy with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dig myself into a circle. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed today's podcast and would like to support When Strong Women Talk Further, don't forget to head on over to ourblockstudio.com.au. There, you will be able to donate to the podcast, learn more about upcoming shows, guests, and more. Don't forget to follow WSWT social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And one final word, if you're a young person and you're finding the world difficult, finding today challenging, please check out whyempower.com.au. That's the letter Y, empower.com.au. Why Empower is a youth mentoring and advocacy service designed to help young people up the ladder. If you're looking for tailored one-on-one mentoring, please contact Why Empower through their website.